think I have another question. Um, so I'm taking a communications course right now. And one of the things we're learning is like the new, new platforms that, um, who's reading what scientifically science has never really had a platform other than like the science section and newspapers up until this, this era of digital communication. So my kid took it upon herself to download TikTok onto my thing because my primary audience is, you know, earth science age. So like the end of middle school, beginning of high school. And those kids are primarily socializing and learning a lot of stuff on TikTok. So is TikTok one of going to be one of your platforms possibly? Is it already? And, um, or like, it could be, and we should do it, and hopefully we will do it. Um, so I uploaded a music video because I promote, you know, music and art and everything. Um, I uploaded a music video from his brother's business, Upstate Sound. They just put out a music with uh, this crazy rap video, but it was awesome, and I I like the song just it hooked me because the one lyric is like something about uh, something about Casey Anthony and it just hooked me. I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. So <laughs> um, that I put that on TikTok like a minute of whatever that is. Um, and then I put something or uh, some short clip from one of our podcast episodes. I think it was about origin stories. Actually, I think it was that one or yeah. oh, create your thing. That was what, what it was. And I put that on TikTok. But yes, I should probably upload more to TikTok. Um, there, there is a guy that's been on here multiple times throughout this event, Sovereign Comics and Tier, and he actually uses TikTok. He finds like cosplayers and they actually cosplay stuff of like, his characters. I would like for that to happen to us, but like we have to release our comics first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would like to do TikTok. I just have to figure out what I would do and people aren't going to want to listen to my mouth move so I yeah <laughs> what would you right now it's slowly fading away what would you consider your like target audience 65 year olds um <laughs> <laughs> probably like 18 to 35 would be like the yeah. age demographic male female wouldn't matter the story's pretty interesting um doesn't have like any specific uh target for that and then probably i don't know that's probably it like it's pretty broad like it's not you're not like a i uh, think I youtube youtube is one of the primary platforms for that age group from the study yeah, that yeah. I... we use that definitely so yeah. we're going to be adding i'll be creating videos for youtube too so probably add clips from those videos on tiktok as well um yeah, we're also going to be start using Twitch. Uh, this is actually streaming on Twitch. I am the only viewer on Twitch. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I know Twitch is a huge thing. I just have to like start using it. But I'm doing like 20 other things. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, it seems like you guys have. So when I went through Instagram to join the. I was trying to figure out like what where I would be to tell my oh. other friends if they're going to join the podcast or whatever to watch. I'm like, where am I directing them? 
So <laughs> I went through the through the thing on Instagram and there was I wasn't sure if it was like through the Google Google but, podcast, yeah. I think it said. <laughs> or I wasn't sure. Oh. But well, it seems like you guys have a lot of platforms. Yeah, um, this is going to be released next year because all of these panels and stuff are going to be podcast episodes. So technically, you're on a podcast right now. Um, and uh, it's going to be on YouTube, Anchor, and Anchor spreads it out to like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Bullhorn, which I didn't even know was a thing, and like seven other things. So, yeah. It's neat. So when do you have a date for the game now? Uh, yesterday through our um, not really planned panel, um, we <laughs> it was planned to do. It was just like I really wanted a trailer and we just didn't have enough stuff for it. Um, he's busy. Um, the Kickstarter is launching for that July 5th next year. The game okay. is launching October 17th or 20-something, some, something around there. Um, the game will be on our platform. That would be the, one of the first things, probably one of the, the first thing or one of the first things that are under our, like, paywall. So, yeah. Neat. So, in the meantime, are you still making comics and producing them? Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. <laughs> I just signed up for, I signed up for, like email notifications for comics. So I'm assuming. I'm yeah, yeah. That's games. that's for whatever I put in the newsletter that week or yeah, whatever, we get whenever new, I do it on the site. Then we put them in the newsletter and be yeah. like, hey, here's some uh, new comics. So there's new um, <laughs> comics or there's uh, new podcast episodes. Uh, we're like, this is the last thing we're doing basically this year. So like after this, we're like disappearing. Like tomorrow I'm actually drinking live on this thing. So yeah, nobody's really seen me drunk, but they will. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I really don't drink. And um, yeah, so we're releasing three or four comics next year. One is being worked on next year uh it's my tattoo artist shane murphy his um it's it's him he's like the character and uh the second issue of that is coming out because everybody really wanted the second issue and i couldn't do it this year <laughs> it's called money yeah it's a thing yeah uh my brother wanted the second one to come out went after he read the first one he's like where, where's the second one? I was like, do you have $3,000? And he's like, what? And I was like, it costs a lot to make a comic book. I can write down the prices and you could just like give me the money. <laughs> it's a lot of work in general. If you're not going to put the money into it, then it's a ridiculous amount of work. And most people would prefer to pay than <laughs> put the work in. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, my cat is meowing at my door. Um, crap, forgot what I was going to say. Um, only one more comic that you're producing, you're saying. 
for this next year. year. Yeah. Oh, for next year. Yeah, like I was trying to at least release. Oh, wow, that wasn't English. I was trying to release a new comic this year of our one of our solo series, but people's deadlines and money and. I have to pay rent, but at the same time, I'm like trying to pay an artist. And then I told, and then my letter is busy doing this like massive graphic novel, uh, anthology thing, not graphic novel, um, Cthulhu invades Oz. So he, he's like, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> I really wanted that to like get funded. And they got like $24,000 in Kickstarter. So I was like, oh, good. That's um, great. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, I'm a little busy right now. And I was like, yeah, just wait until next year but like i want all the stuff out like january or february so we're gonna have like a ton of stuff coming out around that time hopefully well honestly it's either that or what we'll do is we'll be finishing it up then and then doing like big launch plans and if yeah. we have the, uh we should have our um like uh patreon style thing set up and at that point what we might do is whoever's part of that already maybe we'll show them like earlier and get them like early access and then do like a big launch for when uh we like release them on the world. <laughs> so you guys had done the thing where you were going to have artists put artwork into the game. Somehow. Yeah. Um, how many, how many artists were going to have pieces in the, in the game? Anyone interested? I can always switch them out and stuff. I can always say like one got stolen by somebody that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like there's a bunch of different stuff. Like we have like the the movie theaters, so there'll be like indie films. There's a radio, so we'll have like indie music. And that's then, actually my favorite thing about that game. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the uh, the art gallery, so there'll be like you know indie artist artistry that's up there. But it's cool because like it doesn't have to even be comic related. Like one of our original artist who we don't use for comics but he has like this skateboard-esque style uh of of painting or like you know creating art so like that stuff would look cool in a museum in our world so it's stuff that could be like like um cycled out all the time which is kind of cool so it's basically whoever's interested in showcasing their art we could put it in there and just have it randomly display and yeah i have stuff stolen <laughs> from time to time that's neat I don't know why, but in my head, I was thinking like a Harry Potter scenario where it's like moving pictures almost <sighs> like I don't have an iPhone, but how iPhones can do that 3D image thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I, I the other day, maybe like the other week, it was a while ago, I drew this uh, collection of eggs. There it is. I drew a collection of eggs. And it actually ended up uh, like the the shading in this was good enough quality that Facebook thought it was 3D, so it turned it into a 3D image, and you could like move it, and it looks like it's 3D. And I was just so excited. That's neat. Yeah, that's that's the test. You got to get Facebook approved if you're if you're shading. I've good. been I gravitated away from Facebook this past like year and a half or so. I've been mainly on Instagram. It just seems almost just easier and maybe less political. Yeah, I, um, me and the guy that was just on here uh, from Sovereign Comics, we actually use Instagram a bit more. I was only really using Instagram. And then I was like, I'm gonna start using Facebook a bit more. And I did, but like, 
and Twitter, but I, I can't stand Twitter. Yeah, I think so, I use Instagram more like on a daily basis, but I use Facebook more for like reaching out, connecting with people. Like I, I'm in a bunch of, uh, oh my God, Kit Kat. What a man Coon? He had to be a part of this. Is that a, is that a Maine Coon cat? He's, um, yeah, he's little for a Maine Coon. So he's, he was a stray. And um, he's definitely got the Norwegian forest cat thing going on. Um, but yeah, he's small. He was almost a year old when I took him in. So I think he was underfed and stuff. But I think there were breeders and he got out from Schenect somewhere in Schenectady. There's a lot of breeding going on. Animal breeding. I guess people yeah, breeding yeah. too. But <laughs> it's Schenectady. I was going to say, that's a good way to describe what happens in Schenectady. <laughs> if you didn't know, um, all the cities in our universe are based on cities that are like around upstate new york because you know that's where i'm oh, from wow. so the first city that's in the game is schenectady like the streets are the same it's just like the buildings are different depending on what it is yeah so, like, like what is it the one of the so, churches was turned to a clock tower city hall still there yeah that's uh, cool um, yeah. so where um so the art gallery is um in downtown schenectady there's this big white building that looks just it. like it could be an art gallery, but I think it was the old, like uh, old bank of America or something. Yeah. yeah. Was it actually like a court or something? A courthouse? I'm trying yeah. to remember where it is. No, that's like that, up further. That's it, where the, um, it's like across from like puzzles or something. It's kind of across from puzzles bakery. Um, <sighs> Oh, it is a bank. Is it? Okay. So I, oh, I it's, it's a bank of America, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that is the art gallery, and then I, SephQ uh, is whatever bank that we're using in the universe. Um, That's so cool. What's yeah. the hospital? I forgot the name. The regular hospital. We don't use Ellis Hospital because they would probably sue us. Um, so <laughs> Mandel, I think it's, it's Mandel. Mandel hospital. General. So that, that's Ellis Hospital. So we took the same location, and like our character ends up there. Um, wow. The firehouse. Um, yeah, firehouse is still the same um where the mvp building is the news station so it's like the whatever news station that we made up the daily journal because it's a big building so i'm like that definitely could be a muse that's like a wild news this is that's awesome because i feel like schenectady is underrated but at one point in time it was kind of like it was like a new york city that like i'm part of a facebook group that's like back in the day like schenectady that's not what it's called but i uh, i follow it, something like that too and it's like shows like i just like looking at the pictures of like the 50s and stuff i'm like why can't it still look like this well i i grew up in mechanicville and even mechanicville used to be like not a major city but a really big city because it just it was where one of the trains would stop by and it was a passenger train mm -hmm. so like they they actually used to have traffic in and out of there all the time and uh way way back in the day it actually so I found out that in order to be called the city of Mechanicville, it needed to have over 5,000 people in it. And it has way less than 3,000 now. So at one point it had over 5,000 and it uh, registered to become a city, got the title and now it just still holds it. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it used to be like a you know booming little place and now it's like a little, little rundown city. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Troy too. 
Yeah. Oh, Troy used to be huge. There was like the yeah. mop, like the mafia that you hear of was in Troy. Like a lot, like um, my great, my great granddad was, uh, was actually when he was a kid, like eight to 10 years old, uh, was leaning on some, somebody's car because like, it was a fancy uh, like limousine and it was blacked out windows trying to look in. And um, Babyface Nelson ended up kicking him in the butt and saying, "Get the heck out of here, kid!" So like, <laughs> like he literally, like uh, that was that was where like the big name, uh, you know, mafiosos used to come to. Like, uh, what's that uh, street right when you cross the bridge off the highway? Um, Hoosick, the Hoosick Street, the one that goes up. The, That's the like the main street. Um, yeah, the there's one like King the Street or something. Where like there's a Popeyes and McDonald's, like a bunch of restaurants. Yeah, that's Hoosick. There used to be like strip clubs and like porn video theaters there, like back in the day, because it was like it was like a red light district up that street. Yeah, like it, it was some crazy stuff used to go down in Troy. So Troy to, is now red light district. This, when you <laughs> drive in, though, when you drive into Troy and you look at the street, the way the streets are numbered, like right in a row, like they should be. And then you compare that to like Albany or Schenectady. You're like, somebody actually thought this one through. But yeah. Was, it, yeah, Troy used to be huge. It, it was massive. I had some um, invites to some art things going on there. They were doing like a Friday night, Friday night, just art outside type thing. A bunch of my art friends just paint outside. I didn't do it. I haven't been doing anything since COVID. I used to do a lot of <clears throat> tables and whatnot. Do you guys ever run tables? Not yet. We're this whole year, like this year, we were supposed to. <laughs> but yeah, we we didn't do that. We have a whole plan for it too, but couldn't do that this year. So it's it's kind of hard to do until you like get the hang of it. Can be a little tricky. Yeah, um, but like we're gonna use people that are all part of our platform. So like, if somebody's in like California, which I know a few that are, they would be able to. Um, set up a con they would be able to set up a con at like san diego let's say not like it'll be that one like i can't think diego. of it i can't think of another one yeah, but like and, it, uh, there's like a, a bunch of conventions all over the country and we have a bunch of artists and creators all over the country so so basically our idea is that if they can't afford to go to the convention maybe collectively we put money together we get a couple comics from a bunch of our creators printed and then they can have a table and it's not just their one or two comics they might have but it could be a collection of Nova comics. And then it'd be something that if Greg and I are available, we can go out there. But if not, we can literally send them like a sign that they could have and hang at their table. And then that way we can be appearing at a bunch of conventions all over the place without having to be all over the place because our creators are everywhere. It's pretty cool. That's yeah. a, a very good technique. Some marketing. Do we you just guys, say it at the same time. Are you, do you guys go to Comic Cons though yourselves? We we went to like three. Well, he went to New York. I couldn't go because I was a broke ass bitch. But I went to Saratoga um, once or twice. I went, to, nice I went to yeah, yeah, I went to Albany like toy and comic show or whatever. That was the first you one. Had, I ever you went. Had, uh, Dan Master Daniel Pacina at the Saratoga one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he's he's the guy that uh, the old Sega Mortal Kombat games where it was like a picture of somebody fighting and then they just kept taking like cutscenes of it. 
he was actually like the ninja that played like Scorpion, Sub Zero, Reptile, all like the different colors. And he played uh, Johnny Cage and somebody else. But we met the guy that like was the actual fighter that did those things and like did the mocap stuff. And then, uh, yeah, he actually, I think he follows us on Instagram. Like he follows yeah. my personal account on Instagram, which is awesome. <laughs> That's, that is cool. Yeah. He had like an ice ball that somebody made him at during one of the conventions and he, and he brings it to every con that he goes to. And uh, he's got a he's got a cool Instagram. If you look up like hashtag steal my kung fu, he has like stuff where he shows like how he uses some of the uh, weapons from the game, which are awesome. He does like yeah. the over here thing. It's like nice. almost all of the creators that I met, well, the artists um, that I've met at Comic Cons have essentially like they used to work for DC or um, Marvel, and they're like don't. Don't do it. Do your own thing. Publish yourself, or find a different publisher, because they will—they'll try to steal your shit. Yeah. And um, I found that to be almost encouraging. Like, all right, I can do this thing without trying to make big leagues or whatever. But yeah, we're actually coming out with a thing that's part of that Patreon type service thing on our website. And it's going to be like a services type thing. And we're going to do it for musicians, but um, there's also a thing we're trying to find, well, yeah, for musicians, but there's other, other things. And we're actually trying to find like artists and like, if like you actually want to be part of that, you could like figure out page rate, like what would be good for however many pages, whatever the comic would be. Like say like a four page comic, um, how much you would charge to do the art stuff like that then you would have credit under that and you would obviously get paid for whatever it is That'd so yeah cool. i um i've heard i know of an artist who has done patreon before and she said that it was a lot of work for her to do on her own but if it's like a team effort type thing that would be probably yeah because it would be through our website so it would just be another like promotional type thing that we have to yeah. offer yeah. i'd be interested in that for sure yeah so what are your roles? Um, I'm a writer of all of the stuff that we have. And uh, he's the editor in chief or whatever you want to call it. Um, and he does the web design stuff. So he built the website uh, and paid for the LLC. <laughs> he did all the like beginning stuff, really. And I'm paying the art. For most of the most of it and um yeah then we both i do the social media for our stuff but he just helps me with like you know this is what you should do to like market yeah. um i'm like the consultant now i did yeah. I, I did a lot of the upfront work getting the website build getting the llc getting all the uh stuff like that in order and then basically just kind of help help guide the business stuff for uh greg like he sets up all the conventions and then he has me talk <laughs> um but uh what was it um yeah and then greg basically wrote all of the comics that we'll be doing and came up with the whole idea to begin with and then i just kind of edit the comics and then uh he works with the artists i review the artwork you know we just kind of <laughs> kind of go back and forth like that while we build this whole universe of fun stuff i didn't know there was one coming in march <laughs> Not, or, uh, Tennessee is tricky because like Tennessee is open. Everything in Tennessee is open except for Nashville and uh, uh, 
Mem- not Mem- yeah, Memphis, not Knoxville. I think Memphis is the other one that's closed. So there's like two cities in the entire place that are locked down. Other than that, everything else is open. Like if I go 20 minutes in a different direction, they don't care about masks. Uh, gyms are open. Restaurants are like because no one's getting sick. Then the mayor of Nashville got caught lying about how many people got sick on Broadway. And there's literally an email with him in it going, we're not sharing these numbers with the public, right? Because only 20 people on the entire Broadway strip got sick. Yeah. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want to share the numbers? Because, no, because they want to lock it down. They want to be able to... They, so what he just did recently was he increased property taxes by 35%. So small businesses will get kicked out. They can They can take over the land, the city, sell that to apartment buildings and major corporations. It's, it's like the, that's why people don't understand is like, there's like nothing, it's so devastatingly like bad. Like this, this, this mayor is like absolutely terrible. And uh, yeah, like no one, like nothing, nothing bad has been happening in Tennessee. That's why it's all open except for, you know, the city that's run by a, you know, crazy, crazy mayor. That's insane. Yeah. Schenectady has a like terrible mayor, but. Well, yeah, but you got New York. Yeah, you got. Or you did have it. I don't know if it's the same dude. <laughs> Emperor Schenectady Cuomo is over everything. It's very diverse. Like, it's just weird here because, like, there's, <laughs> there's many different types of people from different backgrounds that are dealing with different things, and it, it really shouldn't be the same person telling everybody what we should be doing. It should be well, different. We all yeah, have different interests. Yeah, what happened in New York, which is the biggest problem, is that the uh, there's like seven districts of New York, not like congressional districts, but like um, legislative districts where there's yeah. uh, legislative bodies handling um, major laws. And essentially all of them signed over all of their powers to Emperor Cuomo. And so he's been doing everything. And that's the reason why the lockdowns have been so vicious in New York and why uh like the death rates for friggin uh nursing homes have been through the roof because he's been forcing them by mandate to take covid patients into their into their uh care which is ludicrous because that's what, where... I, what I don't understand is why we're not we don't have more hydro hydroelectric here um, oh yeah there's oh he's actually really cool in new york there's a there's a company called the just water company that yeah is, that's Which, Jaden yeah. Smith's company. Yes, my a yeah. friend of mine was the VP of marketing for them. She's got a picture of uh, herself, the t- uh, Will Smith, Jaden Smith, and like uh, six other people that like worked for the company. And uh, yeah, it was very cool because um, yeah, I, I I learned about the fact that I think it's is it Hoosick Valley, Glens Falls, Glens Falls. There it is, Glens Falls. Yeah, they basically took a bunch of old um, manufacturing or like textile mills. And they repurpose them for bottling plants, and then they they kept the the water they get for the their bottling is from that uh, area, from that. And uh, it's river. all green energy because it's all coming from their hydroelectric. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like that, see that stuff is like truly green and very cool. Like they got biodegradable bottles, like for the most part. I know, I think it's like I think they say it's eighty percent biodegradable, which obviously. Yeah, the- the cap is plastic, I believe. I think the cap is technically a plastic made from like sugar cane or something weird like that. It, oh, it, that's neat. I didn't. Yeah, know. like it's it's technically not fully biodegradable, but it's it, it's still like yeah, much more than. Uh, I met someone that worked for the Just Company when I did a table. I was running a table at Gemfest, which is one of the um, festivals that they were having out there. Um, 
and a guy just walked up to my table and he was like looking at my upcycled artwork and he's like, you know, you should do something for just water. Like they, they love this upcycled artwork. They have it all over our offices and stuff. And I'm like, okay. And I just never followed through. Cause yeah, honestly, you should just get one really cool piece of artwork and just send it to one of them for free. Like that's, I, I have a friend who's uh, like a social media influencer. Like she has a decent number of, you know, or decent following and people send her free stuff. And then she's so excited to get it. She takes a picture of it, posts it on her platform. And suddenly that person's getting sales because they gave something for free to somebody that they, that they knew that they would actually appreciate. They're not just sending it to a, a big time player. They're sending it to somebody who they know would enjoy it. And yeah, if you send it to like, same with, um, uh, Ecovative, by the way, that's the name of that company that does the, uh, the green, um, packaging where it's like mycelium, um, like mycelium, uh, yeah, mycelium, whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff. I know. All I know is it's the roots of, uh, the of fungus, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. He gets it. Wait, he gets it. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually growing mushrooms right now. I've, nice. I've been an entrepreneur of growing my own mushrooms for like the last year or so. I grow my own. I have a garden. Like I grow fruits and vegetables and stuff, but um, when I started learning that mushrooms actually help your garden, I was like, my mind was just like, Phew. yeah, they, they break down um, a bunch of the nutrients that can't otherwise be absorbed by your other plants, and then they help them get absorbed. Mm -hmm. Circle of life. It is. Well, thank you so much for coming on and interviewing us with my almost no ex non-existent voice. <laughs> thank you for having me it's yeah, been a pleasure totally come on again at some point next year if you want awesome yeah talk about recycled plants or <laughs> whatever <laughs> okay <laughs> all right have a good one guys yep. you too <laughs>